Hi, I'm Lauren. And I'm supposed to have started. I, I, I cut you in line. Well, either way, you guys are listening to Podcast Podcast. No cuts, no butts, no, no coconuts. coconuts. But it is a podcast that talks about other podcasts. How self-obsessed. <laughs> How's everybody? How's everybody doing? Not well. After Is there anyone that? left? Okay, <laughs> I'm here. Um, I like when we mix up the intro. I, I hope know. people don't mind. That was that was the craziest thing I've done in like four weeks. Uh, Lauren, you went skydiving this morning. <laughs> Second <laughs> most crazy. No, this, that was crazier than skydiving. Yeah, that's true. Did I tell you I went ziplining? I think I did. No. I think I mentioned it. Where? At, this is the thing about us podcasting. I'm always paranoid that I've already said a thing on the podcast and people are going to be like, stop talking. Um, I went to planning and we were in New Hampshire. I, Did I say wh- this? I didn't even know you went to me in New Hampshire. What really? other secrets are you hiding from me? I, we, I lose track of you. Sometimes I lose track of just like where you are. Well, you guys are always like gallivanting like, and like jet setting. It's like when my it's dad confusing. goes on business trips. I'm like, I don't even know. Like, I think he's in Pittsburgh. I business no trip. Yeah. We should start a podcast called Business Trip. Oh my God, it sounds so fun. And we, we'll just talk about business trip things like, um, oh my gosh, have you been to um, the Delta Sky Miles Lounge in LaGuardia? I'm going to talk about my business trip outfits. Last last year, they ran out of cashews. Oh my God. <gasps> you, wait. That is crazier than bungee jumping. Tell me you're not going to wear that pantsuit on the plane. Oh my God. That jacket's going to wrinkle for sure. Sure. Business trip. Um, I have to admit, I went on <laughs> this. We are, we are like making no sense this this intro, and I love it. Um, it's really hot outside, and I have a little bit of a cold. Our so. brains. <laughs> um, I went, I went on the airplane on in first class. <laughs> what am I saying? I went Who in first class you? one time, which you know I love. If if ever I can afford it, sometimes when I just fly to Ohio, like a little tiny little plane, it's like yeah, first class for thirty bucks or whatever more, whatever. So anyway, they like asked to take my jacket and hang it up. Wow, that's like unnecessary. I was the queen of England. That, that, I, know. I see. I don't like this. Them. Well, I, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't have him do it. No, it's like, can you do something else for me? Like, well, if now that you're offering to like do favors for me, can you actually do something that like right. I can't do? Right. I'm like, I do have. Some or like, will you like clean out I, the I garbage at the bottom get, of my backpack? <laughs> like, I don't know. There's like stuff I've been meaning to do. Can you find me like an unopened you, piece of gum in you, that bag? Can you do my nails? Can like, you, I don't know. Can you, yeah, can you do my nails? I feel so badly for flight attendants sometimes. Like their job is to like keep you safe. To do my nails. Their job <laughs> is to do my two, nails. Okay, they have two jobs. Do your nails and keep us safe. And everyone's always like, um, hey, can you get me an ice and cube? And you have to be really nice. Except yeah, not like, when you're not nice, then it's like this flight attendant is about to break. I kind of love it when you get one of those flight attendants that's like a little sassy. Yeah, it's got and an you're attitude. Like, you're like, I hope this is their last trip for a while because oh they need gosh. a nap. Sometimes I, sometimes I hope when other passengers are rude that the flight attendant will be like, oh, you thought you'd come for me and then open the window and throw them out. Wow. I haven't heard of that happening yet, but we're getting there in these, these dark times. It would really help me get through my day if all of our listeners could rate us on iTunes. Oh, my gosh. That would make me not mad on the subway anymore. Ever. <gasps> yeah. Wowie, wowie. Yeah, the power is yours, listeners. Yeah, if you want to put Lauren in a better mood, hand over those five stars, y'all. Please. 
Um, another thing you could do that could be really fun is to call the big listen. Sounds fun. It is really fun. How you do you get do out that? your phone. Yeah. You get out your punching fingers uh-huh. and you punch on in 202-885-POD1. That's 202-885-POD1. Call today. Fu- that sounds fun and easy. Honestly, last time I called them, I had the most fun. Oh my gosh. And and that's if you, a, that says a lot because I know you call them a lot. If you want to have a two for one punch of fun. Yes. Punch in those numbs that uh-huh. I just shared and get onto your keyboard. More punch and fingers? Click, clack and fingers. Oh, click, clack and fingers. And click to clack big listen at WAMU.org. Oh my gosh. That sounds like a blast. Just call the big listen. Tell them that you love us. Why would you not? Were your favorite Why broadcast. would you not? Why would you not? What do you have to lose? Honestly. Okay. And with that, it's time for Recommendation Station. Choo choo. All aboard. <laughs> we people are going to think we are fully medicated. Yep. We're I, not. No. We have some water. Yep. And a chip on our shoulders. Yep. I don't know. Some subway rage left over, maybe. Subway rage. Okay, recommendation station. We posted on social a few weeks ago. We asked folks to give us uh, the answer to three questions, and we would then recommend a podcast based on your answers. The questions were, what's a book that you love or a TV show or movie? What did you do last Saturday night? And three, who is a celebrity that you just hate? But it doesn't really make sense and you don't really have an answer and kind of everyone else loves them. It's even better if you don't know if you have no why idea you why. hate them. Okay, so based on those three answers, we're recommending podcasts. So if you haven't done it yet, pop over to our Facebook um, channel. You can just Google, nope, you can just Facebook podcast, podcast, one word, and you'll find us. You could Google Facebook and then you could, go to Facebook. You could Google um, puppies bathing kittens oh my god and do that for a while i'm watching my search history oh maybe i am on your computer right now um i can't believe you said that about me on gchat oh we'll talk about it later Uh. (laughs) um you got you got like actually nervous for a second what have you been saying about me on i didn't get the joke that's why i was nervous but now i get it i'm slow okay subway rage and heat a little, and I have a little cough. <laughs> <laughs> you still, you had a cough last time we were recording. No, I'm not as good at getting over coughs as you, okay? I'm just pretty good. You just do a few push-ups, drink a little whiskey, and bye-bye cough. I'm really glad we talked about the cough, because now I feel like I can t- cough yeah, without freely. shame. Cough freely. Okay. Okay, so uh, we have been getting through some of these recommendations, and we're going to get through a few more now. Um, Suzanne L., who is a great listener, um, she answered... A TV show she loves is The West Wing. Uh, she went to a three-year-old's birthday party last Saturday. It's not creepy. She also has a three-year-old. Right, right, yeah. right. Not unusual. Um, and the person she hates without explanation is Matt Lauer. That's a good one. It's a good one because I'm like, I love that guy. It's like, I, or even if you don't love him, like, what does he do that makes right. you so mad? So like, worst case scenario, he's a rice cake of a person. You right, know? exactly. Yeah. So to have rage, it's really surprising. Anyway, based on these answers, Suzanne, we are going to recommend that you listen to The West Wing Weekly, which is an episode-by-episode discussion of the show hosted by Joshua Molina, who played... He was actually on The West Wing. He played Will Bailey. I don't know who that what that is because I didn't watch the show. Um, and um, Harishka Kesh Herway, who is from another favorite podcast of ours, which is called Song Exploder. So I really think, Suzanne, because you love The West Wing so much... That you're going to really love the West Wing Weekly. That and, makes sense to me. And they never talk about Matt Lauer. 
my god! And Did sometimes you listen to all of the episodes. To be every sure. episode, okay. to be sure. All right. <laughs> okay, check it out. Let us know what you think, Suzanne. That could be like a huge trigger warning for Suzanne. That could be tough. Yeah, that could be tough. What's our and next? That's a fucking annoying thing about Matt Lauer. Like he just pops up sometimes. People just like mention. Like him. sometimes you're just like watching the Real Housewives of New York City, and like, yeah, there he and is. There he is. Maybe she. That's why she hates him. He's always around. Now I hate him. I was once in a um, rotating uh, door. What's it called? A merry-go-round? No. <laughs> like a, um, you know. A rotating door. Revol- revolving door. Ah, yeah. We what? are Our done brains are today. melted. <laughs> okay. Um, I was in a revolving door with Matt Lauer. Oh, my God. Did you keep on pushing so we couldn't get out? <laughs> yeah, I did. I pushed so fast, and then we just started running, and then it was like a merry-go-round. Oh, it was my God. Really fun. That sounds a little stressful, but like yeah. super fun. And I bet Suzanne would be totally proud of you. She would, she would have hated it. Yeah. And I was arrested. Anyway, oh, well, we'll have to talk about that later. <laughs> What's our next, next recommendation? Um, my best friend Patty, Patty Jenkins Daneman, friend of the show. Uh, she answered that she loves the TV show Salute Your Shorts. Excellent choice. I used to watch <laughs> Salute Your Shorts choice. with Patty. Uh-huh. I mean, I don't know what made that come to her mind, but I approve. She said. Last Saturday, she cheered and danced when there was Tinkle Poopy in the potty <laughs> and drank rum punch on a double date, which are two interesting things. That that's a good day for a parent. I didn't do either of those things last Saturday, so that's unique. <laughs> um, and she hates Kanye West for no reason. Or for a reason, but whatever. Yeah, yeah I, I totally feel that one. Um, I really want her to listen to Alison Rosen is Your New Best Friend. Yep, yep. Alison Rosen is a hilarious comedian Who's a little like she's got a potty mouth. She she loves fart jokes, and so does Patty. She sure does. And she just had a baby, so she's like very like you know she's she's in mom. She like cares about mom stuff, and Patty is the best mom ever. So I feel like she would really love to hear like this mixture of like humor and parenting, and you know. Everything that Alison Rosen, it, Alison Rosen has the best laugh. It's so fun. She has great guests. Everyone should listen to it, but especially Patty. Patty, go do it. Great suggestion. Thank you. Well, does that conclude our recommendation station? Choo choo awooga. <laughs> I don't know if that's a train sound, but I will allow it. Okay, thank yeah. you. Um, that means next <gasps> up is our podcast challenge my favorite you all know what this is it's the segment where we challenge each other to listen to either a podcast or a specific episode of a podcast um for any reason we want either because we want someone to listen to it with us we want them to listen to it for us or we just think it's something they dig so last week lauren you challenged me to, to the best ever Las Culturistas <laughs> with Mateo Lane. Uh-huh. So Las Culturistas is a podcast hosted by Matt Rogers and Bo and Yang. And they just kind of like talk about like culture and like pop culture and the cultural zeitgeist. And they always <laughs> ask their guests like what made you say culture is for me? Yeah. And this ep- this episode that she challenged me to listen to had Mateo Lane who's like a very funny comedian that we love. He's he's on like some MTV like shows and he does like comedy stuff and he's also ridiculously handsome and a very good singer and also a great designer and illustrator. Oh my god. Which is ugh, frankly rude. I know. So ugh. I was so excited to listen to this one because Uh-oh. ah <laughs> Yeah, true about Mateo Lane. Um, I was excited because I love Mateo Lane. The whole concept sounded really exciting. Um, I have to be totally honest here. I, I 
wanted to love and I didn't love this episode. But here's why. I'm, I am not telling Matt and Bowen that he, you said that. Here's why. Do, I love them. I really liked them. And of course, I love Matthew Lane. They all three have such a good pop diva singer knowledge. And they talked about that a lot on that episode. And I just am ill-equipped for that conversation. You know okay. what I mean? Okay. I felt a little bit like, um, I don't know, like like not able to participate because I didn't know what they were talking about. I'm sorry. I thought you were gonna. No, love I was. It. I was so ready to sit there and be like, "Oh, girl, yeah, oh yeah, you." Yeah. Like, maybe it's all in maybe it's it like the expectations. Like I built it up too much. No, here's what I think. I think it was just it happened to be that their intersection of culture excitement was like not the things that I'm excited about. But I really did like it. I liked the format. I liked Matt and Bowen and. I can't wait to listen to other episodes with other people that I love because all the guests they have are amazing. It's true. So, okay, here's ones that, that I'm going to listen to in the future. Okay, thank this, you for this was this. not This was not like a, oh, I don't like the podcast. Okay. This was like a, oh my gosh, I'm so excited. I discovered that you helped me discover this I'm podcast. I'm going to check in with you and make sure that you listen to other ones. You should. I'm going to listen to episode 24 with Cola Scola. Do you know Cola Skull? No, not yet. Oh my <gasps> gosh, he is such. See, I would never a have listened comedian. to that one because I don't. Okay, okay, I'll listen to that one first and then tell you if you should listen to it. But Cola Skull is this very funny comedian. He's on Difficult People on Hulu, which is um, Billy Eichner and Julie Klausner's show. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you've yeah, seen yeah, it. Yeah, it. he is so very funny. That's episode twenty four. I want to listen to episode twenty eight with my favorite John Early. I knew, I knew you would like the one. I maybe should have had you listen to that one. I want to listen to episode twenty nine with. Do you know who's on episode 29? I don't have the members memorized, but go on. <laughs> Why? Uh, Phoebe Robinson. Oh, I listened to that. Yeah, yeah of course you of did. Course. That, was a f- that was how I really That was got your entry it. point. Yeah. yeah, of course. So anyway, I'm so glad you turned me on to this podcast. I can't okay. wait to listen to more I'm episodes. I'm sorry you didn't like it more, but I'm, thank you for listening. Yeah, oh my gosh. I'm so excited. Now no, no, it's no. my turn. It is your turn. It's my turn <laughs> to challenge you to a podcast. I'm so excited. Okay. I just recommended the West Wing Daily to Suzanne L., our Uh listener, because it's a big trend. That's a big trend right now. Like podcasts that break down and dive deep on TV shows episode by episode. That's a big thing. Like tons of shows, tons of shows are doing that right now. We've already talked about a few in the show previously. We talked about Go Bayside. We talked about Gilmore Guys. But I've never actually listened to a podcast that corresponds to like a newer TV show that I am currently watching that goes like episode by episode. You know what I mean? So I'm curious will it enhance my experience? You know what I mean? Or yeah. will, would it be like an overload? Would it be like too much? Or oh would God, it be like what exactly did you the discover? in-depth about plot lines and characters that I didn't know I needed? Oh my God, what did you discover? You're about to find out. Oh my God. For me. Yes. If this enhances your experience of a TV show, because I know you've been really enjoying a TV show lately, both you and DJ Jaywoo. It's on my list. Um, but I thought I'd challenge you to listen to the Americans podcast. Yes, 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 yes. I've yes, already yes. listened to all of them, and I will listen to them again. No, yes, 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 we didn't yes, think yes. that. Should I have lied just now? Wait, no. This is the first time that this has happened. That I, I know. That we've challenged each other to do podcasts that we've already it's listened on Slate. to. Yeah, yeah, it's I a know. Slate magazine podcast. I. It's really damn good. it. We never like planned for like this. We should never I have lied to you? No, no. You should not have lied. Yes, <gasps> You've listened yes, to every yes, wait. Yes, yeah. Okay. I was so listening to them while I was watching the episodes. Here's what it is. Don't say anything about it now. Okay. I want next week for you to come back with a full book report. Okay. On how it changes your experience of the show. Okay. Does that work? Sure. Or do I need to challenge you to a new one? 
What do you? You're, you're the judge, Judy DJJ Wu. What do you think? Should he have to come up with a new one, or should I re-listen? Because then I'm probably gonna have to watch the show again. Also, I want a poster board. <laughs> oh, okay. Like, like one right. of those like trifold ones. Oh my god, the trifold yeah. ones. What is this? Yeah, the one. What am I, Lisa Wait, Simpson? Okay, fine. Or or I could find another podcast episode episode on a different TV show that you watch. No, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'm oh up to God. the challenge. I thought I had such a good one. You did. Wow, we kind of fucked this up this time. I no, I really did. No, I, I really known did. That you would have listened to that already, but that's why I thought it was perfect because it turns out it was perfect. You just had it already was discovered too it. Too perfect, acrobat. Ay ay ay, acrobat. Okay, well, yes, I I stand by it. I think you need to re-listen to an episode. That's true. It's been a while. And tell me the ways in which it affects your viewing of that of the Americans. Well, I'll be listening to it with fresh ears, thinking when Eric gets into the show, should he or should he not <gasps> also be listening to the podcast? Yeah, good, okay. good, good, good. Okay, I'm really excited for that. I'm so sorry, I messed no, this up. That was a good one. I mean, you did it. Here's what hangs in the balance. If you are into it, I might start watching like the Fargo podcast or the Leftovers podcast. See, this could open new right? doors for us. Yes. Or I discovered upon doing some digging. Uh, the TLC podcast all about my big fat fabulous life. What? There officially is everything. <laughs> I love that show. <laughs> oh my God. It's so good. Have you seen it? No. It's about this woman who um, has like some disease, maybe some thyroid thing that made her gain weight at a very accelerated rate. And so she's a bigger woman, but her whole deal is she's always been a dancer and she's still like a really good dancer. So it's just all about her. Like, Can she do the splits? Oh, of course she can do this. Yes. That's like that's like amateur. I basically for her. like love any Whitney. shows with people that can do splits. It's just they're like doing splits all over the place. I'm like in. Well, sounds like you should start watching my TV show. Next, just DJ J Wu looks thrilled. Um, you would like it. No, I don't think DJ J Wu would like can it. I get a but I love it. Anyway, out. we'll find out. Can okay, okay. well, you? and we'll find out if you still love the Americans podcast. Okay. I think I will, but let's see. Pins and needles. <laughs> well, no spoilers right, on whether right, right. you liked it to begin with. Right, that's Even true. though you told us you watched, all, you listened to all of it. <laughs> I love the Americans so much. This was a really uh, good one. No, I really do. Okay. Oh man. Also, I don't know. Like I have, I I belong to the Slate app, which feeds you all the Slate podcasts. I should have. I, I knew that. I should have known. Yeah. There's actually a different Americans podcast. Maybe I can make you listen to that. That would be good. Would it? We'll DM discuss. me. We'll discuss offline. I'll DM, DM me. You. Perfect. All right. Well, sorry. Sorry I messed up. Wah, wah. Sorry I messed up the challenge section. No, I section. messed up the challenge section. No, not at all. Should we get to a word from our sponsor? We should. Our sponsor this week is Rent the Runway. Hey, fashionistas. If you know anything about me, you know it's that I'm a style icon who likes to strut his stuff like a fashion model. The A-line somethings, jumpers, culottes galore, you might not know what these words mean, but trust me, they symbolize the highest of elite glam. (laughs) There's just one problem. How do you show off all your hot looks? Rent the runway, that's how. It's the rental service that literally lets you rent a runway for you to clomp around on those sexy stiletto wedges. Wait, what are sexy stiletto wedges? It's complicated. You wouldn't understand. Okay. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry to interrupt you. Go, go, go. We can't all have a runway in our homes. I mean, I have one, but you're not me. So (laughs) great that there's a company that delivers a DIY runway to your house. Your runway comes to your home in a refrigerated box in approximately 10,000 pieces, so you can even build the runway, just like Legos. Rent the Runway doesn't want to rob you of that fun. 
I hope you have some power tools because it does not come with those. Spend days building your runway. You might want to take a few online shop classes or hire a carpenter. Then you'll have the runway of your dreams just waiting for you to walk up and down to show off your clothes. Or you're not clothes. You can do it naked even. Once you build your runway, you have two days to use it before you have to start tearing it down again to return it. So the faster you build it, the more time you have to enjoy it. Put on all sorts of clothes and walk back and forth in front of people maybe. You can even do it taking pictures of yourself or videos of yourself doing it. Everyone will be jealous, trust me. Not only will you have a blast, but you'll notice that your style game gets better and better with each strut. And if you enter discount code podcast podcast, they'll give you an unlimited subscription, which means you will get a crate of runway materials delivered to your home every day for 40 years. Just build it every morning and disassemble it at the end of the night. Because this is time consuming, it is recommended that you consider going part time or putting your child up for adoption, but it will be well worth it. And the 40 year thing is perfect because in 40 years you'll be old and nobody will care what you look like anymore. At this point, I think it's safe to say if you don't have your own home runway, I feel pretty embarrassed for you. What are you doing with your life? Strut your sexy self over to renttherunway.com now before you embarrass yourself even more. Uh, believe me, your coworkers are making fun of your clothes behind your back. There is no way to know that they're not. Thanks, Rent the Runway. Podcast podcast listeners will be strutting around with the confidence of a narcissistic fashion blogger Instagram influencer in no time. Wow, that delivery was excellent. Thank you so much. And I have to tell you, I own my Rent the Runway runway because I uh, became a lifetime subscriber and then became a platinum diamond club strutter. Is that how that happened? That means I own it. I still uh, have to disassemble each night and reassemble each morning. That's just plain old fun. And honestly, I don't I don't I don't miss being full time at work, you know? Yeah, I know. I've lost all my friends and family, but I have now plenty of time to is strut that my why stuff. you adopted or that child and then gave it up and for adoption gave it up for adoption I see. yes yes okay, it's a very was, complicated and expensive that was matter a, but in the fine print I, I suppose i just um you do look amazing i found my priorities and my priorities is fashion wow wow yeah thank you rent the runway thank you rent the runway it's funny i've heard a lot about that and i didn't realize until i rented my runway what exactly well, it was. like what yeah. the fuck else would it mean rent the runway like you rent a runway it's pretty Duh. much spelled out right, right there they're you're telling s- you you're so right no secrets there <laughs> you're so right should we go on to our first clip no oh I okay. thought we could sit Bye. in um, a minute to two to, of, of silence oh, before okay. we jump into the other Can I cough during the silence or no? I wish you wouldn't. Okay. It wouldn't <gasps> really be silence. I'll just hold my breath. <laughs> okay, I give up. We can do the okay. first clip. Okay. Um, clip one is from Totally Lame. Have you ever heard of this podcast? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, it sounds totally lame. It's the opposite of totally lame. Wait, is it totally lame or totally lame? Lame. Why is it spelled like that? Because that's her last name. I'm so dumb. Oh my gosh, we are both dummies today. How do you spell lame? Like the cl- like the fabric. Oh my god, someone subscribes to Rent the Runway, <laughs> not know. me. I'm currently I've wearing never it. heard of that. <laughs> I literally have no idea what you're talking okay, about. Okay, I take it back. Pretend I never said anything and keep keep going. <laughs> totally Lame is a podcast with it's like this woman named Elizabeth Lame. <laughs> Now I don't know how to say it. Lame. Oh, you're right. And her husband, oh Psychic Andy. <laughs> and they're just like two funny comedians. And like they have their funny friends over. It's there's, it's pretty segmented. It's a fun podcast. Yeah. It's not on anymore, unfortunately. Oh, but sad. they have a great <clears throat> backlist. So go check it out. Um, this is number 258. Oh, my God. I know. That's a lot. It's a lot. Um, and it's with Aubrey Plaza. 
And um, they're talking about New York City. And all three of them lived on basically the same block that DJ J. Wu and I lived on. That's so crazy. Oh yeah. Like right, like 12th and 2nd, that area. Yeah. I spent so many hours in that place. I know. And now they all live in L.A., which is what they're kind of talking about, like the difference between New York and L.A., which is interesting to me because I always wonder what it's like to live way over there. I have ideas, but there's no way for me to know. Yeah, it's and the kind of thing that my instinct is it, it wouldn't, I, I wouldn't quite be suited for L.A., but I don't know. I rely heavily on stereotypes. Yeah, same. But um, they talk about how, like, when they come back to New York, it's like they're visiting a long-lost friend that they once had, and they're like nostalgic and like remember when we used to do this new york city you know like they're on their old streets uh-huh. and, but new york has like changed so much that like it doesn't even like remember that you're ever there and like <laughs> aubrey's like yeah new york doesn't give a fuck about you like no, it's like it changed it's moving on yeah it's moved on since you if you leave i mean if i go on vacation i feel like it's moved on since yeah like, but um anyway let's listen to this clip Let's say we're all creative, right? We're all creative types, and we all moved to New York probably for creative pursuits, I'm I'm guessing, right? Yeah, yeah. The thing about New York is doing that, that's like a great thing. In your 20s, that's really fun and exciting. But I feel like if it doesn't work out for you in New York, it's still like you get something out of that experience of living in New York. Oh, yeah. On the flip side, though, if you are young and 20 and come to LA and it doesn't work out for you it's just really sad and I don't think you get anything well it's very isolating here and there's not that much stimulation you have to be really proactive to Mm -hmm. be stimulated which for me is a problem because I like I can't plan that much like I really like spontaneity and like walking out the door and not knowing what's gonna happen mm-hmm. and in LA it's like you just always know what's gonna happen it's so, so boring. true you have to plan but three weeks in advance that didn't like answer your question no no, no. Or it had nothing to do with what you said no I think I think that's a great point and I also think you're right Andy I feel like um you can't lose if you go to New York even if you get beat up by New York yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that's a great point okay unless you get killed like okay this idea makes sense to me. Yeah. Because like just being in New York is a reward because there's always something going on. And even if you're not doing anything and in LA, you have to make stuff happen. So if it's like in LA, if you're not going out, you're just alone in your apartment. But New York, it, it encroaches on you. Like Stuff happens to you. Yeah. Even if you don't want yeah, it to. Yeah, you don't even have like, to do anything. <laughs> if you're just sitting in your apartment, you're crammed in with roommates or bad smells and yeah. loud neighbors in the street, and you would never for a second think you were somewhere else. Yeah. You're never like, I'm in a nice apartment. What city am I in? It's right. like, this is kind of weird. I think I'm in New York. Well, and I think that's partly because like LA is so expansive. So New York kind of, no matter where you are, even if you're in some weird neighborhood in Brooklyn or Queens, you still feel like you're in New York. You yeah. know, and you could get to anywhere. And also in, the walking thing. Like, you have to walk everywhere. So everything yeah. you do is an adventure, basically. You experience Something it all. weird happens to me every time I walk anywhere. Yeah. It doesn't oh happen in LA. Um, I mean, like, once again, I don't know what I'm talking about. but No, but honestly, walking to your apartment, I saw, like, a Wall Street guy and a homeless guy almost get into a physical fight. I'm not kidding. On your block. Oh, my God. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. I was on the phone with my mom, and she goes... Is everything okay? Because oh she could like hear them screaming at each other. Wow. Oh, oh New York. <laughs> oh, New York. Um, but then at the same time, everyone says that New York is a very lonely city. And I understand that too. Yeah. Because like there's people all over the place. But if like I felt very lonely like when I moved here. I was. Yeah. I got here before you guys. I didn't really know anyone. And I had 
intense moments of loneliness. I believe it. Yeah. I believe it. Did, I Did you ever, even I, though you yeah. kind of knew some people? Uh, I you mean, didn't know tons of people. Not a ton. And I'm, I'm usually, I think because I'm like dense, like I'm not that smart. I'd like don't. <sighs> It, it it doesn't take me a long time to adjust to things like I'm pretty adaptable but I did yeah I definitely had those moments it's it's hard everyone is so busy here and everyone is you know what I mean like yeah. doing their own thing and if you don't have your people it's easy to feel disconnected yeah. then so then Aubrey is like you come out of New York City great no matter what as long as you don't get killed and then they talk about being crimed <laughs> is that a verb crimed it is now <laughs> I know you've been crimed. Uh, well, kind of. Yeah, we've had an apartment broken into while we were home, which was less than thrilling. I think that oh counts as God. being crimed. Yeah, it's not a word anyway. Justin's been crimed worse. Whoa! Do you want to tell that story, DJ J. Wu? I feel like you he probably got- don't. <laughs> I just I got hit in the face really hard at like three a.m. with a walking a fist. But see, yeah, was maybe a brick. But maybe it was, he had a concussion. Else. Oh god! Well, I had a concussion and a fractured like face. I was really pissed off An because orbital bone. Ugh. Yeah, and it was really bad. Yeah, and I, yeah, really bad concussion. Anyways, we were supposed to go to a '90s party that night, so I was wearing my '90s outfit, and I was like, I'm sure he's fine. So I was like, still in my <laughs> '90s outfit, and I was like at his apartment before the party, and I was eating a subway sandwich. What? And you were like, or no, I just, I went home to get some stuff and I had a Subway sandwich and I came back and you're like, how was it? And I was like, it was delicious. I ate it with chopsticks. And you looked at me <laughs> deadpan and I was so like, I was like, he didn't laugh at my joke. There's something wrong. And that's when I took him to the emergency room. I was like, there's something wrong with his your brain because yeah. he's not laughing at my hilarious <laughs> joke. So that is when we went to the emergency oh room. Oh my gosh. Because now, because then I told him the joke like yesterday and he laughed yeah. his ass off. I'm still, just surprised still you were funny. even eating Subway. I mean, I love a good Subway sandwich. Oh, who doesn't love Subway? I thought you didn't. It's it's classic. It's you classic. Have to, it is good. Wait. How that, could you? The bread smells so good. And that veggie patty is really it, good. It's the freshest fast food. Yeah. Anyway, that's oh, maybe another Chipotle. thing. Anyway. No the, way that E. coli outbreaks. Yeah, that came back. Well, I don't eat the e coli parts i don't care as i'm a vegetarian it, just looking at the chipotle logo makes me smell diarrhea <gasps> i'm just over it. really i love chipotle and i'm kind of glad when e coli happens because then there are no lines and i get wow. to go in and get my veggie dish oh my gosh yeah i have been to chipotle with you quite a few times now that you think about this interesting but not in a while mm, no wait justin was also crimed one other time hit and run oh that that is also a that's crime. a crime yeah Ooh, God, which Justin one was, was on worse? a bike and... Uh, getting hit by or a no, cab. you were running. Yeah. Get, was getting running run over by... It wasn't even hit by a cab. It was run over. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that had to have been worse. Yeah, but he that like, was bad. You but he was, like, laughing phone. at my jokes afterwards, so it was fine for me. <laughs> um, have you been crimed? Well, I was mugged by a pack of teeny boppers. Oh, my gosh, I remember that. Yeah, it was, like, early oh, in the morning. Oh, that was in Union Square, right? Yeah. They Ugh, were like awful. They started circling me, and I was like, this is bad. And then they grabbed my bag, and they were like, if you don't give us your bag, we're going to punch you in the face. In three, two. And I gave them my bag, because I was like, I don't yeah, want to be a... They were course. literally wearing, like, floral blouses and had braces. And, oh like, they gosh. were babies. But it was, like, a pack of babies. Yeah. Like, angry babies. Yeah. And... I just gave him my bag and was walking away. And in my brain, I'm like, well, I have to get a new phone, like whatever. I'm not getting punched in the face. And, but I was so terrified. And one minute later, this young kid Aww. came up with my bag and, and he was like, I got your bag for you. 
That's and so I was like, sweet. And I gave him a hug. And I was like, what did you do? Like, thank you. He's like, I just told him to give it back to me. I was like, I didn't think of that. Oh, he wasn't a part of the group. He had just witnessed oh, it. Oh, yeah. He witnessed it. And it was just like, give me back that fucking bag. And then he delivered it to me. Oh, God, love that guy. I, I still look for him. Because I feel like I didn't thank him appropriately because I was so surprised. Still stunned, yeah. Anyway, if you're Here, listening, Here's the thing boy, about New York. It's a one-to-one situation. For every crime oh, that so happens, many good people. there are so many good people. And when you're in bad situations, the good people come out. Yeah. So like when I was oh, on 100%. crutches, yep. oh my God, so many good people. I, I, got, I like worked out in the morning the first time ever in my life, which I will never do it again because I was on the subway and like faint, like almost fainted. Oh my God. And it's like every single New Yorker like popped out of their chairs so fast, oh. like picked me up with their hands, raised me in the yeah. air in the subway, placed me like down the on the thing. Yeah. Like everyone like got bagels out of their bag and, like, and was like, give me water. Yeah. I mean, New Yorkers, if you are in need, it's they true. are running. That's true. Yeah, it's true. Um. Okay. So, Really fast. They always play this game at the end where like it's like a lightning round and you're just supposed to say if something is lame or totally. So mm, if it's like if you don't yes. like it, you say lame. And if it's total, like if you like it, you say yeah, totally. Extreme. go through really fast. I love it. Vegetarians. Totally. Babies. Totally. Hondas. Totally. Dating professors. Totally. Katy Perry. Lame. Bungee jumping. Lame. Domino's pizza. Totally. Nudists. Um, lame. Paris, totally. Camping, totally. Bald vaginas. Oh, lame. Reality TV. It, I I feel bad about saying lame about bald vaginas. Women can do with their bodies whatever they want. Oh my god, I know. I was. I'm, I'm gonna sorry. Rip, I'm gonna rip okay. you a new asshole later. Ah! Yeah. Um, ripping people new assholes. I guess I said totally. lame because it's like I don't. I wouldn't want feel women to feel pressured that way, and I feel like more often they are. You're feel- ruining the game. Okay, I'm sorry. Sorry. Yeah. sorry. I okay. literally ruined the game. Okay, say it again. What's the last one? Cruises. Um, lame. Reality TV. Totally. Thunderstorms. Totally. Backpacking in Europe. Totally. Jean jackets. Totally. Marijuana. Totally. Garden State the movie. Lame. Matte paint jobs on cars. Lame. Flying on airplanes. Totally. PDA. Lame. Tongue piercings. Lame. Haunted houses. <sighs> totally. Oh, fame. Totally. Cheerleaders. Totally. Smart cars. Totally. Seafood. Totally. Cats. Totally. The death penalty. Way lame. You did it. That was really fun. Oh my gosh. Except when you fucked it up in the middle. Yeah, I did fuck it up. Don't overthink I'm really messing things up this episode. Um, That was really fun. Thanks for compiling that list. That probably took a lot of time. Oh, I just, that's the exact same ones that they come up with. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I really love I that. I totally copied them. Oh, good. Yeah. Um, so it took no time. I want to play that game again. We should come up with a little life tip. If you copy what other people are doing, it takes like no time. It's like a real time <laughs> saver. That's so interesting. I had not thought mm-hmm. of it, but I'm, I'm interested. I yep. might do that from now on. And everybody go see Aubrey's new movie, The Little Hours. It's yes. coming out and it looks hilarious. It's about like horny nuns. It looks so good. <laughs> We're so excited about yeah. that. Um, all right. Next next one? Yes. Okay, I've talked on this podcast about how much I love conspiracy theories. Yes, you we, do. <laughs> we talked about it, like, recently, I think. Um, and, like, ghost stories and, like, otherworldly things. Just, like, spooky, kooky-ooky things. Um, so this podcast combines all of those things and is all about them. Okay, Time Suck is what it's called. And it's with Dan Cummins. He's the um, host. And he combines, like, humor with actual scientific research and listener suggested topics to suck up some time digging into some of these topics. So past episodes have been like 
the JFK assassination, which is was two episodes. You should definitely listen to that. Um, or they talked about the lost city of Atlantis, or like how the Nigerian email scan like scam came to be, like that kind of stuff. Yeah. Just like weird, like stuff you want to get to the bottom of. Right. But like they he's, never really want like you wonder about it. But. Yeah, it's like kind of half like real research and half just like him being funny, which is the right percentage for me. <laughs> I don't want like a very serious thing. Anyway, this episode that I picked is all about the mandala effect. Have you heard of, have you heard about this? Not 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 until I listened to this. So I it was new to me. I'm obsessed. I think I'm saying that wrong. Mandela effect? You're asking the wrong I'm girl. thinking of a mandala like a, you know, the, the sort game? of like Oh. No, that's Mancala. Very oh funny God. though. The mandala is um the like the imagery that's like a perfect reflection. It's all like um, oh, yeah, yeah, perfectly yeah, yeah, magical. Yeah. I'm explaining that wrong. Anyway, um this I think is the Mandela effect. So it's the phenomenon that happens when a very large group of people remember either like remember an event that happened that did not happen, or they misremember an event, but it's like for some reason a lot of people remember it that way. Does that make yeah, sense? No, totally. I love it. I love yeah, this it's stuff. It's so weird. It's so weird. Okay, so the example they're talking about it in this just clip. It makes you think that like we don't know shit about science because you're like something's going on. Okay, right? sorry. Well, and they kind of explain it with science on this, but it's still kind of up for interpretation. Anyway, the example they're talking about in this clip is that a ton of people say they remember a movie called Shazam starring Sinbad the Comedian. Do you, uh, You've heard about this, right? Okay, so there was a movie called Kazam starring Shaq. I'm sure... DJJ will enjoy that movie as a kid. Um, but people insist that they are two different movies, that they were two distinct movies. Like people remember talking about, you know, seeing this movie, whatever, whatever. But according to Time Suck, that's not the only reason why people are so confused about this movie. Here it is. Well, Dr. Henry Rodiger, a professor at the Washington University Memory Lab, doesn't think so. He says, quote, lots of people remember detailed but utterly false memories. In fact, we all have them. He says, I have published on what we named the social contagion of memory and what others call memory conformity. That may be at work here. Uh, Rodiger explains that frequently one person's report of a memory influences another and that that false memories can spread in this way. He said uh, one person's memory infects another. You know, it kind of like spreads like a virus. Uh, and, and it's clear that this contagion would be only exacerbated online, where an individual can be influenced by multiple people from around the world in an instant. The existence of the Shazam Reddit community, therefore, arguably helps a false memory to spread. And how did that Reddit communi- community grow? It began in 2009. An anonymous individual took to the question and answer website Yahoo Answers to pose its users a simple question. Do you remember that Sinbad movie they wrote? Wasn't there a movie in the early 90s where Sinbad, the entertainer slash comedian, played a genie? Help, it's driving me nuts. Now, this is interesting to me, very interesting. At the time, nobody remembered the film. It took two years for somebody else to ask about it online. Reddit user MJG Simple wrote on a site, uh, on the Reddit site, it's a conspiracy. I swear this movie exists. Anyone have a copy or know where I can find proof? Replies to the post were skeptical, claiming MJG Simple simply had a false memory. So see, prior to 2009, almost no one remembered Sinbad starring in Shazam. Now thousands upon thousands do. That first poster infected the rest of the Redditors. And now they're starting to like come around. And now people, you know, obviously in the last, you know, six, seven years have been claiming they've seen this movie for sure, as I've already given examples of. Even though Sinbad himself has routinely denounced ever appearing in the movie. Okay, two things I want to say right away. I'm certain that they are right. I'm certain that Dan is right, that like it's the suggestion of the other people that has created this thing that like thousands of people not think, but 
that's crazy. If that's the truth, that's crazy that one seed online can create this like phenomenon where all these thousands of people are talking about it and think that it happened. Two, did those first two people make it up? Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. where did it come from for those first two people? There's something... I mean, I think there's something natural that made them think that, and that's why it's so easy to catch on. Yeah. If it was something they totally made up, yeah. I don't think it would catch on in the same way. That's what makes these kind of yeah. incidents unique, that they are just believable enough. Well, and they talked about the idea that um, Sinbad hosted uh, on a on some TV network, like um, they were airing a bunch of the old Sinbad, the the barbarian or Sinbad, the genie or whatever, whatever that was, some old TV show or something. And he was wearing like a genie costume. And some people think that's why. Do you, okay. I didn't listen to the whole episode. Yeah. Do you, are people just racist? Oh, potentially. Cause Shaq mm-hmm. and Sinbad are both black bald men. Yes. Potentially. But, but that doesn't explain all the other stories. And like a lot of people talk about in specifics, like, this one example was this kid who was like, no, I went to see this movie. My mom dropped me off. We had a conversation about it. I said, this is so weird that there, that this movie exists when Kazam came out so, so recently. And it's such a similar premise. And then they, he asked his mom, like, you know, however many years later, like, do you remember this movie Shazam? Was it Shaq? Like, was it Shaq? That was the thing. And she goes, no. Cause I remember you talking about how it was weird that Sinbad was in it and it was so similar to the Shaq movie. Yeah, there's something. But it's like, that's so specific. But yeah. point being, I don't believe they, anyone they talk about how this is a false memory and that like false memories are a thing. Um, it's, it's like we're suggestible people. Our brains are imperfect. I mean, personally, I'm very suggestible. I think this might be a case of like, that sounds right. You know what I mean? Like mm. if someone was like, remember that movie with Sinbad called Shazam in the early nineties, I'd be like, that's not, that sounds right. I'm not observant. And that explains a lot for me. I'm just like, yeah, yeah. yeah something like that. Right. Shazam plus like, something. That's Zam. Believable. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. Right, right. Right. Totally. Um, the Zam part, everybody it, got right. For sure. Yeah. The, the other example that they talked about, which blows my mind is the Berenstein bears. So a, about a year ago or something, it started coming out online that people were talking about like show, posting pictures of these books, which we all hopefully read these children's books. It's like a family of bears. Hopefully. Lord, oh. not hopefully. <laughs> so they were posting pictures of it because the covers all said Berenstain Bears, B-E-R-E-N-S-T-A-I-N instead of E-I-N. Now all growing up, to me, these were the Berenstain Bears. So when I saw this picture, it blew my mind that it was the Berenstain Bears. And then it became this whole war of like half the people, mostly people who were a little bit older, grew up in the 70s and early 80s, were like, oh, no, it was always the Berenstain Bears. And then it was a group of folks who grew up in the like later 80s who swore up and down that it was the Berenstain Bears. This is hilarious because I was born before you and I always said Berenstain. Berenstain? And I was I'm older than you. Interesting. Yeah. I you're mean, you're how many, is, how many a, years? Two, w- two years. I was a child, so I didn't know how to spell it. Like, you know what I mean? Right. I, but I remember thinking, the Berenstain Bears. And that sounds so wrong to me. So then people had this theory that people who read the Berenstain Bears came from an alternate universe. Oh, my god! <laughs> and that our universes converged. so much. Right? Yeah. Anyway, but, but you know, Dan is explaining that this is actually just a false memory. Um, or... That for the Berenstein versus Berenstain, it was just like people didn't know how to pronounce that last name, you know, whatever. But it's kind of crazy because it blows my mind. 
Yeah, that's interesting too because it's not like I heard people talking about the Berenstain Bears. Like I, you know, like somebody, my mom must have been like, "Here's a Berenstain Bear book" or something. You know what I mean? Like, right? How did I even hear it? Right. Anyway, it's a book. It's confusing. It's just it just is crazy that our minds can lie to us. Mm-hmm. And I think too about like you, you know, childhood memories. Like we all have those memories that we're certain of. And then like our parents are like, that's not how it happened. What's your first memory? My first memory I think is receiving a set of golf clubs from my grandparents. They were like little plastic, like toy golf clubs. And I think it was my fourth birthday. Okay. What's your first memory? I, I, I think I have a good memory. I remember waking up from a nap and being so pissed because <laughs> it was in our apartment in Philly, so I had to have been two and a half. Wow. And I was pissed because my babysitter was putting, assembling my baby carriage for my baby, for my baby doll. And I was like, who the fuck are you? The fuck are you doing here? Get, the, get your fucking hands off of my baby carriage. Because like my parents like tricked me. They like yeah. put me to bed and then went away. I was so, I remember the anger. You know who you remember anger? Yeah. Ang- the anger began that day. That's the thing. Those specific emotions are really searing to your brain. I felt so duped, so betrayed. But are there any any memories that, like, you know, years later, you say to your parents, and they're like, "That's not how that happened." Mm, I yes, but I'm always right. So oh, <laughs> so they have the false memories. They're, yeah. See, and also in my family, it's like. That it gets confused between the siblings. Does this happen in yours, DJ Wu? Where it's like this thing happened to me, and then your parents are like, "That was your brother," you know? Yeah. It's usually the way around, though, right? Yeah. Because like, it'll be my mom will like. For, oh, that's true. She'll think like it was the other son. But it was yeah. Me. Which like, I guess, and, and your mom's like, I don't even care. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, that was Jeffrey, and your mom's like, whatever. <laughs> and maybe that's not even a false memory, and just like when you have multiple kids, it it's all bleeds together. Oh my god. Um, but I also think like we have those stories that we tell, you know, like family stories Absolutely. where it's like you tell it and tell it, it and tell it and eventually it, yeah. yeah, it becomes a legend that like stretches a little bit. Um, another like more scientific thing to the idea of false memory is they talk about a study where three different groups watched a video of a car crash. Um, when they explained the crash afterwards, they used different verbs. So one group, they said, you know, describe the smash with another group. They said, describe the hit. And then another group, they said, describe what you saw. So they used no verb. And they asked each group if there was broken glass in the, in the car crash or whatever, in the aftermath. And each group had different answers. So if they heard smash, they were more likely to say, yes, there was broken glass. If they heard hit, they were more likely to say there wasn't. And then if, they, if there wasn't a verb, they were more likely to be split or they said well, whatever, whichever was true. But it's the power of suggestion that creates these false memories even a false memory from a minute ago. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Your brain just like fills in that information. Our brains are crazy. Our brains are broken. Our brains have brains of their own. <laughs> I mean, it really does make you realize like, oh, right. Me as a person is only like, you know, like firing synapses in my brain and I'm not real and nothing is real and everything is a construct and we're all like lizards. And I don't get anything and I should just, yeah, yeah. Yeah. On that positive note, hey. you guys should definitely uh, tiptoe your way on over to Time Suck, the podcast. This one was episode 31. Yeah, you should tiptoe, the Mandela effect. tiptoe over there and then skip the first 15 minutes. No joke. Oh, you didn't like the first 15 minutes? It was minutes? him talking about nonsense. Oh, I, like, I think I probably skip, skipped over everybody that. Everybody skip. Just yeah. trust me. But it's good. It's good. Do you think people skip our first 15 minutes? 
I don't know. I think people skip our, our middle 15 minutes. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Just at like the 20 minute mark. They're like, yeah, yeah I'm going to yeah, skip got forward this. a bit. <laughs> brain stuff, whatever. Brain stuff. All right. Well, let's transition out of brain stuff to some ear stuff. Jingle, jangle. This Can is I the segment where we play yeah. some music for you to tap your toots to. Do, 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 do. Um, this uh, clip is from Still Processing, which is one of my favorites with we Jenna Wortham. And... DJ Joey's crush, Wesley Morris. <laughs> They're from the New York Times. Uh, we talk about them all the time. This is from We Get Bodied talking Jay-Z and Beyonce. And so, as everyone knows, Jay-Z just dropped his new album, 444, and there was, like, tons of anticipation around it. Like, how does he, how is he going to follow up after Lemonade? Like, uh, Lemonade was accusing him of cheating on Beyonce, so it's like, your turn, Jay-Z. Yeah. <laughs> Got anything to say? What do you have to say? Yeah, yeah it's like... A lot of pressure. And it also has to be like a goddamn good album, right? Like you're Jay-Z. So right. there's a lot, you know, of anticipation for this. Um, I think it's a great album. Um, and I love this episode of Still Processing because Wesley and Jenna super duper unpack it. Like if you didn't think you cared about it, <laughs> listen to the episode and you will care about it. It's so much more interesting, the album itself. Once you hear them talking about it and they even call it like a dad album because he's rapping about dad things like expensive apartments in Brooklyn and like being a good husband and like <laughs> not going to the strip club anymore. And like, um, and in true dad form, he gives his child the mic. And at first when I like knew that he was going to do this, I was like, oh, this is going to be so sappy and like pandering. Like, cause I, get, I hate kid art. You know, it's like. <laughs> Kids are just worse at some stuff. Like, don't let them do everything. You know, like don't like don't let them rap on your album, Jay Z. Uh, in contrast, I would fully buy an album of Blue Ivy's well, right now. Present now, day. I would because so he lets Blue Ivy rap and like, I mean, maybe this isn't surprising, but she's like pretty good and it's pretty adorable. Yeah. Um, this track is not available on title yet, so this shit is exclusive. Everything, everything. I don't know what she was saying, but I love it all. I love it. And I and I'm gonna disagree with you on the kids do things worse. Cause I think sometimes kid art is better. I think sometimes kid music is better because they're just like a little freer, you know? And I think this is a good example of this that. This is this was a this was changed my mind about things. Yeah. I don't usually like kid stuff. And granted, most kid stuff is way worse than that. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, this is like produced and Blue Ivy has all the talent in her DNA. So she's five. What would you have rapped about when you were five? I would for sure have rapped about my sidewalk chalk towns. Oh my God. Yeah. Dr. Dreadful? Oh, no, maybe Dr. Dreadful. Yeah. That, no, actually that was around I the I want to hear a rap six. about that. That would yeah. be amazing. Yeah. We made some pretty intricate sidewalk chalk towns and there were definitely chain restaurants that you could go to. Oh, so yes. I think I would have rapped about going to to like chilies yeah that's pretty good what about you um i don't it's like i asked this question and i don't know would I you have like rapped about your your homies like kathleen o'donnell and prob- donald frosty probably my imaginary friends i know no that's a good one yeah. um maybe like doing cannonballs yeah pool? that's a good one that would have been a good one um <laughs> like she's okay so blue Ivy's like gonna be a rapper she's right good. like yeah 
But like, what? I just wonder if, like, what if she wanted to be an accountant or something? Like, <laughs> what would they say? Like, and also, but does anyone ever be want to be an accountant? Or right. does, I need to ask an accountant. Like, is that something you're like, I want to do this, or is it like, I guess I'm an accountant? Oh, I think people definitely want to be accountants. But are there ever kids of like very famous celebrities who mm. are like artists or musicians or actors who who? do like office jobs like that yeah i bet that's happened in hollywood and stuff like people just wanting to be normal yeah we just don't hear about but it but like they don't have rapping skills like blue ivy so i feel yeah. like um i here's the thing when will smith and jada pinkett smith's kids were coming up i was like oh god they're gonna try to like make them be in movies and stuff like that's just a disaster it's not gonna be good and now i'm like a big fan of both of them really yeah we'll talk about that jaden and willow i think they're both so talented i love them i hate <laughs> i hate them but i don't really know why like i don't think i know enough about them yeah sure, to be fair yeah so i'll do some research i think they're both really talented and they both just have like a good like design perspective do you I, are you agreeing dj J. Will? i think it's just like with kids like that it's like oh sorry i'm not familiar with yeah. A couple of things that yeah. I just feel I'll like they stuff. have money. Like they, I don't care what they do. Like they have every advantage. I yeah. don't even know who they are. Like yeah. what? What? Who? Who are you? You're a kid with a bunch of money. I don't even. Yeah. What decisions have you made? What? Who? Yeah, but there are kids with a bunch of money who do a lot worse things. I'm not impressed. But maybe I it. it should look. Into I hear it. it. But um, the so listen to this episode. Like we always say, like this is this <laughs> is the whole thing. But like I mean it this time, just. He, you know, it really talks about the apology of the album being like an apology for to Beyonce, even though he doesn't te- technically say I'm sorry. Um, but like, you know, I've I've already started working on writing tracks for my <laughs> I'm sorry I cheated on my husband album, and it's like almost as good as this. Wow. Yeah, I know. Get ready. I'm. I can't wait to hear it. Yeah, I asked Blue Ivy to be on it. It's what, be, what'd she say? Oh, she of say? course. I mean, she has to like schedule me in. But, like, I think you should ask Daisy to be on it. Oh my god. That's, that's our friend. Bye, story. Blue Ivy. <laughs> um, speaking of Jay Z. Yeah. I think it's time to jump to our no comment segment. Let's do it. This is the segment where we play a clip that needs no comment. I was gonna say no introduction, but we do introduce it. it. Totally needs. It an needs introduction. an introduction. Um, okay. I can't believe that we haven't talked about this podcast before. I actually can't believe we didn't create this podcast, to be totally honest. I think that it's probably would have come from our brains at some point. But Nerdist thought of it first, of course. And Brian Cook, the host, thought of it first. It's called Competitive Erotic Fan Fiction. And it features comedians writing and performing erotic fan fiction pieces live based on audience suggestions. How erotic... (laughs) <laughs> no, I, this is self-explanatory, right? Like people know what that is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like erotic fan fiction is you take you take famous people or like an existing property, like a like Game of Thrones or something, and you write new storylines or new stories, but like make them sexy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so obviously, these erotic fan fictions are a little more silly than they are sexy because it's comedians, um, which is better to be honest. I was listening to it at work, and I was like, "Am I? Is HR going to call me?" I'm listening to something called Erotic Fan Fiction Podcast. Okay, anyway, this one features comedian Aparna Nancharla, who we really love. She's a very funny comedian. Um, she gets prompted by the audience to write about Bill Nye the Science Guy. Oh Ever heard of him? The result is the nerdy science pun riddled erotic fan fiction that you never knew you needed. Yes, said Bill Nye, noncommittally. <laughs> He wasn't sure why he kept coming back here. It had been over two years since his less than glamorous stint on season 17 of Dancing with the Stars. 
2013, check the Wikipedia. It still haunted him. That nagging quad injury was the least of his problems. Something wasn't sitting right with his stomach. Maybe it was that, that he was on his fifth mudslide of the night, a drink he was committed to metaphorically as long as global warming continued to be an issue. <laughs> in the current 2016 presidential election. He adjusted his bow tie, too tight again, but oddly sensual. Raul Joaquin, the bartender from earlier, came back with his drink, and also a weird amount of hair gel now on his hair. Was that semen? Who knows, thought Bill, preoccupied with his own white struggle. <laughs> we always say it, but you should definitely listen to this entire episode so you can hear Aparna's entire Bill Nye erotic fan fiction. Again, this is Competitive Erotic Fan Fiction with Brian Cook. This episode is RD2, round two, with Aparna Nancharla. Let's go cheat on to our segment, segment podcast. Yeah. Segment, 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 called segment, segment. Cheat on. Cheat it's on. It's where we talk cheat about cheating yeah. or any other non-podcast related subjects. Yeah. Because it's our show and not yours. Right. And we have other interests. We can do what we want. Mm-hmm. Um, I want DJ Jaywood to go first. Uh, segment, segment. Uh, oh, uh, my segment, segment this week is for Stumptown Coffee. Yay. Ooh, good one. Yeah. Uh, just a little shout out to our f- dear friend Giggles. Who is surely who, not listening. Who is surely not listening, <laughs> but she is uh, an amazing coffee roaster for them. You call her Giggles. Mm-hmm. Monty and, does. We've kind of taken over. And That's she, so funny. She kindly delivers us uh, coffee every once in a while. Oh and my it's God. That she roasts herself, which is amazing. Can I tell you something about so. that coffee? I don't think I've told you this. And it makes me happy. I put a bag of it in my underwear drawer. Because <gasps> it just smells so good. Now you your underwear smells it, like coffee? Yeah. Is this appealing? I don't think you can smell it after, like for very long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like I get a whiff every time I. Oh, nice. I love. I don't. It's a great wow. idea. Oh, waste of coffee, but a great idea. It lasts a long time. Maybe I should do that with my underwear drawer, but like something that I like the smell of. The best part of waking up is nachos is in, your in your underwear drawer. Oh. Is, for me, yeah. it'd be nachos. Oh, that would be rancid. Espresso thong. <laughs> yeah. Wait, yeah. Why don't they make like um underwear that just smells like it just has an odor i hope giggles is listening i feel like she has the hookup she does giggles <laughs> let us know um lauren what's your segment segment um i want to talk about romwe i'm actually not even sure if that's how you pronounce it it's romwe.com and it's this like really shitty clothing site like everything is four to eleven dollars and <laughs> It's basically like they have some like classy understated simple pieces, but most of it is like loud and insane. Like it looks like the kind of stuff that like a crazy homeless woman wears in East Village. Do you know what I mean? Where you're like, yeah. where did you get that? AKA like you? really loud patterns, like animal patterns. There's lots of like dinosaur. I, it's where I get all my dinosaur clothes. Yep, yep. If you think there's other dinosaur places, you're wrong. It's Romwe. And they every day they update it to like here's what it's new today they have new things every day and i always look at it just for inspiration just like even if i'm not buying because like but often every once in a while if you have like 25 dollars, you have like a few new outfits in you and like 
I am wearing a Romwe skirt now, and it's rather bizarre. And I've gotten a lot of compliments on it, and it's making it makes me laugh when I look down at it because it's so <laughs> stupid <laughs> it's looking. It's not stupid or bizarre. It's very really cute. stupid looking. I don't even get it. I don't get it. It's very. cute. It has a word written on it that I don't know what the word is. Anyway, is someone please buy me the cat embroidered cuffed tie hem shirt? If you're listening, it's eleven dollars. Oh, oh. Someone do it because that's what I've been eyeing, or I was eyeing yesterday. How much do you love us? Oh my god, someone do it. <laughs> anyway, um, I almost didn't want to tell people about this site because I love it so much. Like, I don't want everyone buying my clothes because I think of it as like my wardrobe. Yeah. Like when I look personal. at the website, I'm like, this is my closet. Like I'm entering my closet. <laughs> Whatever the world is my oyster, but I really want. Everyone to know about how wonderful it is and how cheap it is, how fun. By the way, the clothes are, you know, they're not the best made clothes. Yeah, well, and for I that think price. they're pretty flammable. You know, like yeah. don't get them near fires. <laughs> but like this skirt has pockets, okay? They're not skimping on the pockets, right? And every skirt should have pockets. They I, could easily skip. That I am pocket. in love with Ramwee, and I don't care who knows it. I love it. Do they have anything for me? Um, I would recommend that you buy the cat embroidered cuffed tie hem shirt in small That's and if it doesn't fit you then you can give it to me <laughs> i'm starting to think you You're don't like it want it to fit me i mean small would probably be fine for you Just <laughs> okay it. okay perfect you think That's the thing. it's 11 dollars. just gonna have your nose that's so true if, money bag if it doesn't <laughs> if it doesn't fit me i could just give it to a friend yeah a friend yeah um, i think alan maybe would really like it told you about it yeah or like I had sure, a, sure, I actually sure. Had give it out. No, no, fine. Yeah, yeah, okay, fine. Okay. Give it to Alan. I'll talk about that later. <laughs> He's actually an extra small. It won't fit him. Oh. Okay. My segment segment is Sarah Beth's for dinner. Oh my god. Does this make sense to you? I only go there for breakfast. What is Sarah Beth's? No. Oh. It's true that I only go there for breakfast. Okay, so Sarah Beth's is this restaurant chain in New York. I guess it's not really a chain, but there's like a few locations, and it's the best brunch we live in the same city what is this it's it's more of an uptown thing i think oh. there's one on the upper west side but mm. if for you for all of you listening who don't live in new york lauren kind of lives downtown and i kind of live uptown yeah. but we come so together for we come together to midtown magic. to podcast yeah. no we don't come to midtown ever except that justin and i work there so it sucks oh, to i us. work there too yeah that's true mm. you're technically midtown um anyway so sarah beth's is this really great restaurant this is such a boring segment segment they have a really great brunch and they have like they're kind of famous for their like breads and their like um je- their homemade like jellies and jams but i went there for dinner last night yes it was incredible did you get breakfast food no oh, they have, they have di- other menus alan got chicken and waffles another person with us waffles got that chops. sounds like breakfast food uh, well that kind of is breakfast food um someone else got a big pot pie Ew. i got this it's private okay i got this <laughs> um adult version of like um grilled cheese with tomato soup that was just like really adulty and good wow so it turns out sarah beth's is not just for Who brunch anymore known? it's for dinner i didn't even know check it, ex- it out well first like it's been a journey for me because like i didn't know it existed then yep. i didn't know it was like brunch only then yep. i didn't know you could have dinner there it's yeah. been like a learning it's experience. a lot to take in take your time and then go to sarah beth's on amsterdam avenue between 80th and 81st and get yourself some hearty dinner i love segment segment because we learn things we learn things we, we learn do learn things coffee and shitty clothes and brunch and brunch it's and true. whatever and not brunch whatever you want and you know what i learned today hmm. sometimes we're really melty brain i think that we got rolling like towards the end yeah you know i think we started rolling <laughs> Rolling on acid. Yeah, but then we—I think we worked it out of our system. Like we just shook it away. Yeah, yeah. I think you did. 
I think I was still a little melty brain, but you know what? I'm still happy with it. I'm still going to put it out in the world. Even you know? though you ruined that game and you talked too much during no comment. <laughs> and they ruined the podcast Two demerit challenge. points. No, I had and a I ruined million the podcast challenge. So did I. That's three. Oh my gosh. And us right now, we're also ruining the podcast right now. And I just drew on your wall with pen. Oh, I love that. <laughs> and with that. The value of our apartment just <laughs> went up. Uh, custom made art by <laughs> Sandy. <laughs> <laughs> Sandy the artiste. I told you I hate kid art. It l- looks like kid art. I'm not, a, I'm not a kid. Oh my god! Now it's adult art. All right. Thanks to our fearless editor, Kara Hughes. Thanks to our listeners. Thank you if you listened. Send us podcasts you want us to listen to at Love Your Podcast on Twitter or Love Your Podcast at Gmail dot com. Rate us on iTunes. Call the big listen. Send Lauren that stupid shirt. Yay! And have a great day, Patty. <laughs> We love you. Bye.